0: Hello and welcome to How to Record a Podcast from the Pod Farm. My name is Chris Robson, and in this show, we will be looking at everything you need to know to start your own podcast, including software and equipment, hosting and marketing interviews with active podcasters and tips on how to achieve a successful show in this episode i want to talk about the most important piece of advice for recording a clear and professional sounding podcast and that is to get your audio sounding as good as possible before you press record so post-production editing and effects are great for enhancing already great audio but they're limited when it it comes to repairing bad audio. Uh, The best best way to ensure a top quality recording is to nail your setup and record with proper technique. And when I say record with proper technique, I'm referring to microphone technique, how you speak into the microphone, how you place the microphone. So we're going to talk a little bit about microphone placement. As, you know, contrary to what you might believe if you are just starting a podcast, recording isn't as simple as just pressing go and recording into a mic, although it doesn't have to be much harder either. There are rules of thumb to follow with proper mic placement and some experimentation that goes with it too. So the first element we're going to talk about is proximity. That is the distance that the microphone is from the speaker and the proximity impacts how the voice is recorded. So frequencies that make up your voice, so we spoke about frequencies several times, it refers to the speed of different sound waves in your voice. Frequencies dissipate at different rates and are picked up differently by the microphone depending on the distance that the mic is from the source. A good way to illustrate this was if you were to play on a piano, uh, like a a simple triad, a three note chord. You'd play all three together and as you listen to the notes fade the last note you'll hear is the bottom note because the lower frequencies take longer to dissipate. So that kind of explains to you how different frequencies kind of behave in different ways. Now the further that a mic is away from the speaker that is the person speaking, not a speaker. The further the mic is away from the person speaking, the more natural head and chest resonances will be picked up. This means that the microphone will pick up a set of frequencies that more closely resemble how the speaker is heard by another person in the room. Bear in mind that a microphone placed further away will be quieter and the speaker will have to like raise their voice, which may sound less natural. Uh, Recording at like a distance will also allow more of the reverberations and echoes of the room that you're recording in to be picked up. So there's a bit of a sweet spot for distance, something like, you know, two fist widths away. So if you put your two fists on top of each other and then put them in between your mouth and the mic, it could be something like that. Or if you like spread your hand as wide as it goes, some people measure it from like the end of your thumb to the end of your pinky. Uh, there's different ways that you can measure it, and it's not exact. it depends on the microphone you're using, how you speak, all kinds of different stuff. So um, those 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 measurements are a good place to start, but it's kind of experimental and up to you to give it a go. Now this difference in proximity and frequencies can be used intentionally. So for example, when you're recording close to a microphone, more low frequencies are picked up, which results in a more bassy, boomy recording. This is called the proximity effect. So think, you know, late night radio DJ kind of voice. Proximity also affects how mouth and lip sounds and saliva ticks and clicks are picked up. So the closer, I mean, as you'll hear from, you know, ASMR videos and stuff, that's all about really close proximity to the microphone to pick up all of the tiny little nuances in the mouth clicks and the saliva and stuff. A closer microphone does mean that the speaker doesn't have to raise their voice but more of these mouth clicks will be picked up. So move the microphone away to reduce these sounds in recording. Now like I said there's some experimentation to be done and the ideal proximity from the microphone will vary for individuals, you know how loud they speak, their timbre, their technique, Start with the microphone two-fifths away and go from there. And then the other element of mic technique I want to talk about is axis. So that is rather than the distance from your mouth that the microphone is, it's like the Y or the X axis it is. So where it's placed vertically or horizontally from your mouth. So if we're thinking about three dimensions, If we're talking about like proximity being depth, then the axis is, you know, height and width. It may seem obvious to speak directly into a microphone, but this isn't necessarily true. So for example, plosives and sibilants. So P and B sounds, which are plosives, they are sounds that shoot air out, and that's what you use a pop shield for. And S and T and ST sounds like those kind of sounds, they tend to shoot forward directly from the mouth. Um, so if you find that you your, your recording is producing a lot of sibilants and plosives, these tiny little blasts of air that kind of shoot into the diaphragm of the microphone and kind of mess up an otherwise perfectly good recording with little like clips of distortion, you could try placing the microphone level with your nose so that the plosive air isn't going directly into the microphone diaphragm. This can also be achieved by moving the microphone on the x-axis, so talking you know, slightly to the left or right of the microphone. But yeah, raising the microphone up a little bit so that the air coming out of your mouth isn't going directly into the microphone diaphragm, but is going just below, can be really useful. Off-axis recording is often used when recording instruments with a condenser microphone, and it changes how the frequencies are picked up and recorded. If you're using a dynamic microphone, you probably won't notice too much of a difference in sound, but a good quality condenser microphone will pick up fewer higher frequencies and off axis and can be used to like soften your voice a bit. So basically you just want to kind of experiment with mic placement, distance and the axis, the the direction it's placed on further away can reduce mouth sounds and lower frequencies but it also means you have to speak a bit louder and you'll pick up more room noise. Uh, changing it off axis can reduce plosives and sibilants, but it can also change the frequencies that are being picked up and the quality of your voice. Experiment, have a listen, see what works with you, and you'll save yourself a lot of time in post. Thanks for listening to the show. Uh, head over to thepodfarm.com to find out more about what we do and how we can work together to produce a podcast that's ready to be heard by the world. You can also access our courses on the website. We have a free course on how to record and release a podcast for free, using free equipment you might have around the house and free services. And we have a full course, which is a much more in-depth look at how to record plan, buy equipment, edit, host, all those things. Uh, even There's even a bit of marketing in there. And there's downloadable resources on the website. You can follow us on Instagram, YouTube, or Facebook at The Pod Farm. And until next time, we wish you all the best with your podcast.